Hello, everyone. Hello. It's another episode of the Pre-Ride Podcast, a podcast where we talk about cyclocross and getting ready for the races and preparation and a little bit of tech and a little bit of strategy and, uh, yeah. And a whole lot of fun. And a whole lot of fun. Uh, who are we? Clay. I'm Clay. Thank you for the intro. Thank you for the segue there. Uh, I'm Clay Jones, race for To Be Determined in New York City. And I'm Colin McDonald, and I race for Coalition Cycling Club, also here in New York City. And this week, we're it's a very, very special episode of the Pre-Ride Podcast, where we're celebrating the... Um, the overrun of the indigenous peoples of North America, otherwise known as Thanksgiving. This is a very special episode of the Pre-Ride Podcast. Uh, it's going to be a, a special Thanksgiving where we talk about things that we're thankful for uh, as it pertains to cyclocross and bikes in general. Um, we've got a little bit of a list, but real quick, we should mention that uh, you can follow us on Instagram at PreRidePod. That's PreRidePod, P-O-D, like that great band. Uh, and then email us at PreRidePod at gmail.com. <laughs> did you like that reference to P-O-D? I did. I, I'm sad that you didn't like my indigenous people's reference, but it's fine. No, I, I didn't like that at all. Uh, and you can subscribe to this podcast on a couple different places. Uh, obviously, it's hosted on SoundCloud. Um, and then we we uh, feed that into iTunes, so you can subscribe to us through the the whatever the Apple Podcast app is. I think it's just called Podcasts. Uh, we should also be in the Google Play Store this week. So um, if you have Android and you use that phone, you can subscribe to us through the Play Store. Um, can we talk about net neutrality for a second? I really don't want to. Okay, call your Congress people. Because otherwise, you'll never be able to get free ride pod. That's probably true. Um, uh, we don't have any questions this week from the mailbag, um, but I do want to shout out. I don't have anyone to shout out. I thought I was going to find it along the way, and I, I realized I was about to say a name, and I had nothing to say. <laughs> it's also not the mailbag. It's the Ortlib waterproof mail pannier. Powered by Ortlieb. It's, it's presented by, I think. Sorry. Um, so uh, there are some races this weekend real quick um, before we get into the things we're thankful for. Uh, I'm going to be down in my hometown of Richmond, Virginia, where I'm doing a uh, what seems to be a pretty, pretty small race that also happens to be the Virginia State Champs. Uh, there is... Uh, I'm doing the men's four or five race, and there are um, 22 people in the race. That is a small men's four or five race. But somebody else just registered. 23. It's 22. For the past two weeks, I've been predicted to be the first in the race on cross results by a pretty big margin. But some someone take it from you? So someone is way faster than me. He got, he got first. Oh, maybe, maybe. I don't know. He got first in a couple smaller races in Virginia. What's this young man's name? Races total. Kyle 
Kanopnicky. Kyle Kanopnicky, we're coming for you. The slashy tubies. No, I'm not going to Oh, that. never mind. Anyways, doing a small race. Looks like it's going to be fun called Castle Hill. Um, pretty excited about doing a race down in my home state, uh, close to my hometown. Um, there's up in New York, we've got Westwood Velo, uh, cross for a cure for the kids. Um, oh, for the kids. Cure for the kids. Uh, so if you do this race, uh, it supports the Pediatric Cancer Research Foundation. It's a good thing. Um, and I've heard it's a pretty fun race on a pretty cool course, just, you know, standard run of the mill. Uh, cross course with some turns and some sand sections and run-ups and stuff. Will there be natural barriers and man-made? Yes, there will be both types of barriers. Um, Fantastic. Friends doing it. It doesn't look. It's 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 pretty. You know, it's on the lower end of the spectrum in terms of cost, um, and it's close by. So if you happen to be in town, not going home for Thanksgiving, or you just live in New York forever, uh, go do this race. It seems like it's going to be cool. There's also March Farm on Saturday. It's part of the Connecticut se- or not Saturday, Friday, part of the Connecticut series. And I know nothing about it, but I know it's on on Friday, Black Friday. Don't uh, support the global capitalist thing. Go to the the bike race. You know, there's a lot of people registered for that race. I'm looking at it now. There's there are 60 people in the the March Farm for, men's four five field. There are uh, yeah. I mean, even the women's fields are, are pretty big, so it seems like it seems like it seems like it's going to be a cool race if you if you happen to be in town. So those are the races this weekend. You know, do your own research on it. We didn't do that much because uh, we were too busy thinking about um, you know, the reason for the season, the thanks, the thanks for the giving, uh. We're saying Thanksgiving again. Yeah, we're gonna start. We're saying. We're saying. Thank, I'll keep that. In. That's a good. That's a good joke. We're saying Thanksgiving again. Uh, and, and we're not saying the other ones anymore. Uh, Clay has done a really good job at putting together a top ten list that you know I'm sort of waving my hands over, saying I approve of. Um, and so we're gonna go through uh, through the top ten things that we are thankful for. Um, uh, for for this cross season. Um, now this list wasn't just put together from Clay. This was also put together from a bunch of our friends that we asked for feedback um, on things that they were thankful for. Um, and so we sort of Clay did a good job at bucketing them up. And uh, let's go through it, starting with number ten. Number ten, our full time mechanic, the guy from SRAM with the hat and the sunnies and the beard. And the Volvo. And the Volvo. With the stickers. Yeah, so this guy, I don't know his name, but he is at a neutral support at a bunch of the races up here in New York. And um, he has fixed or helped a whole bunch of us uh, just randomly. And really saved the day for a couple things. Um, For me specifically, my bottom bracket, I swapped it out myself. And it's a, it was a press fit bottom bracket, and I'd never really done that before. And as I was, it was making like a weird grinding noise, which scared the, the crap out of me. And I just, without bringing my bike over to him, I just described what it felt like and sounded like. And he knew immediately that it was the, that I had tightened the, on my focus, I had tightened the, uh, 
like the the I don't even know what it's called. It's a cable cover. Yeah, the cable guide cover. Uh, I just tighten that bolt too much because Focus gives you a bolt that you can tighten too tight. Um, and I I tightened it too much and it was rubbing on the the bottom bracket. He just knew that just from describing the sound, which was crazy. But he's fixed he's fixed our friend's derailers and he's replaced uh, levers and cables and you like he's just there. And you can just walk up to him, and he'll just fix your shit for you. Somebody just learned, um, not just that I can go up and talk to this guy because he's a nice guy and he'll help you out, but also that we're saying levers, not levers, which is great. I, I'm, you know, I don't know what to tell you. It's like aunts and aunts. Is it? All right, so go talk to this guy. Otherwise, he's just sitting there with a bunch of sweet wheels and sometimes bikes and doing nothing but waiting for someone to come ask him about his expertise. He knows what he's talking about. Great to have at the races. So keep showing up, please, and he'll keep showing up if you keep talking to him. All right, number nine. Number nine. <laughs> uh, camp slash prep. Uh, you should talk about this. Yeah, Cross Pals is logistics. Mostly it's about having a bike that's set up well, having a body that's ready to go, having all your crap in the right place at the right time. By the way, hi, my name is Clay, and I forgot my change of clothes this weekend for the rainiest, coldest, wet, wettest, most terrible race of the year at Troganator. Um, and I had to steal clothes from my parents, who thankfully were in town because Cross is logistics, and I'm an idiot. So anyway, um, this year I went to Cycle Smart Camp up in Mass, and it was amazing. It was totally worth the money. I wrote an article about it on tobedetermined.cc. It's um, just sort of a review of the camp experience, but learned a ton from... Ellen and from Hyde and from um, so many others, Adam Meyerson, Al Donahue, et cetera. And it just really, really valuable experience to get back to the basics, but just generally like prepping and being serious about the, 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 um, the readiness for the season is something that, that is new for me this year. And, and I think had a, had a huge impact. Like, for months before the season started, we had our, our cross bikes built up, ready to go. We were heading out to Cunningham, which is the local sort of mountain bike park that's only 25, 30 minutes outside of town in New York City. And we were getting rides on dirt in, having a coach that is in the cyclocross space that actually knows what kind of workouts you need to do. And just spending time with friends talking about cross, talking about the kind of skills that you need, comparing different things from rides to different races that we've gone to, doing the course maps, doing the, you know, watching the videos beforehand, just getting ready and, and being prepped for the season has been a huge help. And I think it shows when you talk to our friends who are still going strong through the end of the season feeling good about how they're progressing um it's just sort of evident that like you know getting ready for the season 
being ready for cross is a thing and it begins in July and August. So yeah, cross and prep. I'm thankful that I did this this year. Yeah, I'm thankful that all that stuff existed and that I had people forcing me to ride my cross bike on like, yeah, on gravel rides when I had a p- two perfectly good road bikes I could have ridden instead. Um, just because it's set up a little different and you need to get used to it. But it was really cool. That was great to have. Um, made a huge difference on, like, I, I, I want to repeat what you said because I think it's important. The fact that, like, most of our friends are still racing when a whole chunk of the race community has, like, finished racing. They're done. Um, and I think we owe that to, like, the prep work that we all put in saying, like, this is going to be a long season. You're going to get tired. What are our actual goals? And, uh, you know, just preparing yourself to be tired is allowing us to keep going. For show. All right. Number eight. Great. Number eight. Crossresults.com. What a cool website crossresults.com is. I think, um, I think it's, it's one of the main things that I'm refreshing during the week. You know, I'm watching, I'm watching YouTube videos about bikes. I'm reading tweets about bikes. Um, all that stuff happens, but I almost always have a cross results tab open on my computer because I'm digging into, you know, who, who was that guy who, who beat me last week and I never heard his name before. And, and the, the ability to like dig in and like obsess about stats about very amateur bike racers the same way that like I don't know baseball fans really dig in on stats about famous players is incredibly silly but it's it's really cool that it exists and I think it it makes it so you 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 get to cheer for people and you get to know people uh in this community and you know like oh I saw you won this thing last weekend that you weren't at like the fact that you get to check check on that and and keep tabs on these these riders that you're sort of racing against uh it's really really cool it's really weird but really cool yeah i mean i love sort of the torture of it like oh okay so i upgraded and now i'm in the three field and getting ninth in a really small three field is like definitely definitely harder than getting second in a big four or five field but gets me less points. Like, why is that? What's going on? The torture of that is, is tough. And especially for a lot of the, the women writers that we know, the numbers, like, for whatever reason, like, the numbers are vastly different for the women and the men. And it's it's torturous. But at the same time, it's so, so fascinating and powerful for the culture to have this one thing where everybody's results are in one spot, as opposed to, like, figuring out how to search the USAC website for road results when like most of us are just finishing in the pack. Like the fact that the cross results matter and that they're recorded and that everybody is sort of obsessing about them is fun. It makes what is kind of like a silly thing feel more competitive and serious in just the right way. So for that, you know, super thankful for crossresults.com. Number seven. Number seven. So the, this is this is titled Diners, but uh, what it really encount, in, uh, encapsulates is the word I was looking for. Encompasses. What this really encompasses is the like the entire concept of traveling with Cross, which is really really tiring. But 
when you really when you get it down and you're doing it with your friends and you know you're still kind of covered in dirt and mud from the race is is fun. I mean, you just you waking up early, you get to see uh, you get you get to see the sunrise Saturday and Sunday if you're doing these two day races, and you get you get to the the course early and it's like there's like mist on it. Everyone's like a little like still waking up and. And then when you leave the race, you're all you, you like you say goodbye to everyone, and and half of you go, half of your friends all go to like the these diners in Jersey that are very shiny, and uh, serve alcohol at all times of the day. So, um, except for the one that I went to this past weekend, which made me wait twenty minutes till twelve to get my my beer that I really wanted. Uh, but traveling with your friends every weekend is is really cool. It's a really cool experience that that I'm glad we have an excuse to do. I think, I think even if we weren't racing, it's fun to have an excuse to just get out of the, get out of the city and see these small towns. I, I, I love the, the cross travel every, every single weekend. I mean, my personal schedule has been kind of crazy over the last several weeks. Um, last not nine out of the last 10 weeks, I've been traveling either to Dallas or to France, which you know, the listeners for the, the pod will, will know well. Um, but basically flying back in on Friday night or Friday midday and then getting in a car on Friday night or Saturday morning and heading out to random towns outside of big cities on the eastern seaboard is actually, I don't know, I, I love it. It's so much fun. And just seeing all these places, seeing the views, getting to know the New Jersey Turnpike and all of the best um, rest stops on it, Molly Pitcher be damned. Um, you know, it's it's great. And I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to NBX in a couple weeks and heading up to Warwick. There's some great, uh, great restaurants in Warwick and just outside. And uh, Jiggers, the best diner, I think, in the whole world, right there in downtown Warwick, is is just you know, I love it. I'm really looking forward to it, and uh, we think that diners are basically defined by the fact that the building, sort of an aside here, the building cannot be used for anything else besides being a diner. That's how you know that it's truly a diner. Yeah, like if the diner that is there like goes out of business the building gets put up for, for lease and it's advertised as like, sorry, you have to be a diner to, to like the new business has to be a diner. Uh, because the, that, that defines a, a truly good diner. I think. Oh yeah. All right. Let's close that one out. Travel's great. Diners are great. Number six. Number six. A little more serious here. Um, so one of the, my favorite, least favorite things in cross, you start to get to know your competitors and your friends on the race course. You want them to do well. You also want to beat them. And when you see someone like stopped on the side of the course, trying to yank their chain out from underneath their bottom bracket, or put their chain back on, or they're carrying their bike to the pit and they don't have a pit bike because they think they're not fast enough to have one, 
or whatever the problem is, you're like, oh, bummer. But also, like, I did the prep. I found out what I wanted. I knew the right thing to buy. I've got the bike set up the way that I want it to get set up. And they might be faster than me, but I'm beating them. Having the right stuff, doing the research, and having your bike dialed is something that I'm super thankful for. Whether you're on cantilevers or discs, tubulars, or God help you, tubeless. Um, like getting it, getting it dialed, getting it right, and having it ready for a long weekend, I think is is one of it's super important. It it matters in cross in the way that it doesn't feel like it really matters in road racing at the level that we're racing at. Yeah, I I'm not. I mean, that's pretty pretty much everything that I would have said. I think the it's one of the things that I'm most thankful for is that I have, uh, I I was I was introduced to the sport. Uh, primarily by someone by you who was telling me, ask everyone about all of their parts and read about all the parts. And before you buy anything, ask somebody. And I, you know, I'm really thankful that I was introduced to the sport in that way because it is it makes the biggest difference. Just before you before you buy a thing, knowing to like ask somebody who might might have used it or might have heard about a thing it is can save you. A lot of money in the long run because, yeah, if, if the thing breaks in the middle of the race, then it was like, why do you even go out to the race? Um, right. And so ask. Sorry, what? Yeah. Ask your buddies. If you don't have buddies, ask a shop. Right. But don't ask like any shop, like figure out who the shops are that are which the, which shops are supporting the local races. Support them and ask them. But also, if you don't have buddies, like maybe you should think about that a little bit. Ask anyone at the race that you're standing next to. Talk to people. Be nice. Cross is fun. Number five. Number five. Number five. This one is titled Lil Belgians, which I think, yeah, I mean, that's, that's really why we all show up to cross races, because how funny is it to watch the little kids do their remounts that look most of the time better than all of the cat five free mounts. Um, yeah, there's some, some seriously talented and well drilled little Belgians out there. Um, and I think like the, the big thing here is that cyclocross is a family thing. You can bring your whole set of folks out there to both watch and participate and everyone's going to have a good time like road racing is not like that most sports heck are not like that where you can actually bring a lot of people out there and have them watch have them have a good time show them a good show feed them some beer and some good good food like you don't get that everywhere and in cyclocross you do so i'm thankful for that you can actually bring people to these things and they're fun if you can get them to get in the car at a certain certain hour. Yeah, that's it. It it's really cool that Cyclocross does that or is that way. Low Belgians, we're thankful for them. Yeah. Number 4. Getting closer to number 1, man. Here we go. We're getting there. We're almost going to have to pause for for an advertising break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh number 4. Upgrades. Upgrades. 
learning. I guess I should talk about this because you haven't tried hard enough yet this yeah. year. I'm getting close to upgrading, but I'm not there yet. So all I wanted last season was to upgrade. I was one point away and I screwed up on the final turn of a race in New Jersey when it was like 17 degrees. It was, it was a low point, whatever. Uh, but I finally made it at the beginning of this year and I was so excited to make it. And then I realized that the category three fields were super aggressive and I had signed up for charm city, DCCX and Gloucester, which are the first two are full weekends of two, three fields. And then Gloucester is one of the most competitive three fields, I feel like, in in the world, if they have that in the world, in the United States, for sure. Um, and I was just getting my head kicked in. And I had a couple DNFs because of injury and stuff. But, like, I was feeling really bummed. But then I started doing some smaller races in PACX, in the PACX series, and it was great. And I started like realizing that this was like, like a huge learning opportunity. It wasn't just that, you know, these people were faster than me because they were fitter. They also knew a lot more about racing and lines and tactics and learning from them just by watching and racing against them was, was huge. So having that chance and this week I actually got, thrown into a, uh, we started one minute, the three, four fields are one minute behind an elite one, two, three, uh, race at Westchester cross number two and catching a guy that had a really hard day, maybe the day before and was just really tired from the elite race. I was able to follow some of his lines and it was really cool to, to like see how elite racers do that. Um, anyway, Upgrades, learning, they, it feels hard and crappy, but fighting through and sticking with it and trying to learn from it is really, really powerful. So, upgrades, thankful for them. I'm not there yet, but I'm thankful for having a, uh, a system that allows me to have incremental, like, but meaningful goals. Uh, like, I can have a goal that's just like, I want to go pro, which, you know, how do you measure yourself against that? Uh, versus specific goals of like I need to get I need to do 10 races so I can go to cat four and now it's like now I need a podium some how do I do that like you every single step seems to like help you figure out some little thing and it's cool that we have a system that that is structured in such a way that lets you have those goals that are you know realistic but still hard okay we're getting into the top three into the regular podium uh for the things we are thankful for number three sponsors holy crap support from our sponsors is one of the things that uh i am incredibly thankful for this year so uh clay and i are on different teams um for racing and so we have different different people supporting us but i think it's safe to say that all of the the people supporting us all of the companies that for whatever reason give us give us uh discounts or or even sometimes some some stuff um you know, to, to borrow for the season, uh, are great companies that we would buy stuff from anyways. And, and a lot of the time have bought stuff from before we even had a relationship with them. And it's just really, really amazing to have these, these companies that make products that we really like, again, for whatever reason, 
give us these discounts and let us let us ride their ride their stuff and and show off their stuff at these races yeah i was thrilled to have like all the clothes that i needed to have for droganator like i could go out there in like a thermal skin suit to warm up and like awesome custom designed arm warmers like warmers socks etc and then change into like a racier skin suit because we get an awesome deal from Garneau like it's really cool to have that and i just i'm amazed that they're they're down to help you know what is mostly a, an amateur squad you know we we do i think a good job in promoting what what they what they make and they make an awesome product and i'm always like recommending to people that they they check it out cuz it's actually good stuff and i never knew about it before i started racing with tvd but um having support from garneau is just amazing and i don't ride their bikes in cross but i do in the road and my my pals on the team love their bikes for cross so it's it's really just awesome and it feels good to like do something good for a company when it comes to like promoting this stuff it feels good to do something good for a company that is actually like supporting cyclocross at a grassroots um and even national and international level so gotta love it and like you guys started uh or we started the coalition thing and, and you all tracked down great support from LEL, Spooky and, and Hi-Fi. Like it's a brand new thing and you got some support from them. That's really awesome. It's been, yeah, we've gotten, we've gotten, uh, they were just companies that we were already buying stuff from and we reached out to them saying, Hey, we have, we have two people racing and a bunch of people, uh, who are sort of in this club that we'll, we'll talk about in a little bit, but, uh, and, and they, they were, they just jumped right on and said, yeah, we like, what can we do? We, we, here, here's what we, here's what we'd love for you, you to have. And so it's been good to have, uh, we've been racing on, um, uh, my teammate and I, Matt story have been racing on sp- the new spooky gas mass. And it's been, it's been really cool to have people come up saying that they saw the bikes on Instagram and it, that that they, Oh, is this, is this the bike that I keep seeing everywhere? Like, can I, can I ride it around? Can I like, what, what do you think about it? And it's been, it's been nuts to sort of, uh, get to ride around on a kind of internet famous bike. Um, and then, and then the wheels too, you know, that hi-fi gave us not only a good discount, but also printed, printed our team logo on the wheels. Uh, and they, they didn't have to do that. I, I don't know why they did it. It's, uh, I'm I'm super thankful for getting to have, uh, have like the the best stuff that I that I want, uh, and get, and I get to ride around on it. It's 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 really awesome. Definitely worth being thankful for. Number two, silver medal. Silver medal, second place. Uh, pipped at the line. Uh, t- race organizations and sorry. Race or uh, what? What is? It's just organization. Race organization. The fact that there are races. That's pretty. It's pretty neat. It's pretty unbelievable. Um, the the people who put on these races, no matter no matter the size, are uh, I would say lunatics. Just the amount of 
coordination that has to happen and the amount of things that have to go right and that they have to get ready for, you know, having bathrooms there, having porta potties, having ambulances and, and EMTs on staff, having enough volunteers show up even earlier than you're showing up to get everything ready so that when you're there, they're all set up. Like it's, they're there days before setting up the course that's going to get blown down and they're going to have to redo two or three times. And, and they, they, they do it and they put it on and I, it seems like they're doing it for fun, but I, I, I can't imagine that that much stress, uh, it must be like ultra rewarding to see so many people happy and stoked because it's it just seems like a ton of work to put one of these things on, and uh, and yeah, I'm I'm super thankful for everyone that puts on a race. Yeah, I mean, it just it's something worth remembering that like the people that are there are not getting paid, they're not making money off of this by and large, and you should say thank thank you and be nice. Like, it's not always easy, of course, when you're covered in mud and you're totally spent coming off the course and someone is telling you to go a certain direction or not cut a certain way or telling you to clear the course when you're doing the pre-ride. Um, and, you know, be nice to these people. Be kind. They're doing this thing for you. They're making this thing happen because of like the goodwill and the good feelings that they get from it and because they care about racing. So just super thankful for, for organization, everybody who does it, people who deal with permitting and we'll get to that in a couple of weeks for the NYC rainy park race, but like people who, who go the extra mile to make this kind of thing happen in places where, where it deserves to happen. It's really amazing. I was going to say, and on top of that, the USA cycling, uh, like officials, the people, these these people who come out and, and uh, spend their weekends making sure that these amateur racers aren't cheating or are <laughs> are you know blowing the whistle so that we can all start at the same time. Like they they all have great spirits and uh, make everyone laugh right at the start line and and are there to make sure everyone is is you know being fair and 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 being safe and and you know. They don't have to do that either. I don't know what it. I, I'm 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 so happy. Well, those people are paid. Yeah, yeah, they are. I think. And speak, speaking of pay, yeah, equal pay, equal pay as part of the organization. How cool is it that a lot of these bigger races, especially uh, the ones sponsored by Trek, seem to be uh, uh, paying out the women the same that they pay the men, which is, you know. Exactly the way it should be. If it, yeah, coming out of my mouth is like yes, that's the right thing. But it seems it seems to to be a shock to people that it's actually happening this year, and uh, it it's a good thing and it's an obvious thing and and I think we shouldn't take it for granted that it's happening. But uh, it's also really cool that it is. Yeah, I'm good here. Oh, you know what? No, I wanted to, one thing here, just like the innovation that happens for these races like and the fact that they that the organizers are trying to do something special is just worthy of thanks right like the fact that charm city the folks that put that on they had someone build a like two and a half story scaffolding uh sculpture for us to run up and ride down 
like that's crazy. They didn't have to do that. They could have just rerouted the course and they made it happen. Or Sly Fox, a little race where they make the party happen and they also like wanted to dial up that race like a few extra degrees this year. And, you know, they're trying to make it hard. They're trying to make it fun. Like, that's just such a cool thing that, like, someone is out there thinking about how your race is going to be. So, I love it. Yes. Number one. Number one. The gold medalist thing that we are most thankful for is? Friends. Family. Lovers and significant others. And our teams, this club and and those around us. Um, I mean, we have like a bunch of stuff to say here, but the biggest thing is is just the the you know last year was my first year doing cyclocross, and it was a lot of fun. But it was it was mostly just uh like me and you and Emily hanging out. Like we had we had some support, and it was great. That, but it seems like this year with, you know, with all the prep we did with, sorry, I have the sniffles, but with uh, creating, like we, we started this little club that's, you know, super open, anyone can sort of join it, but having, having this group of riders and, and non-riders come to these races and cheer everyone on and uh, help everyone get better and help everyone get ready for their race and help everyone's hair down after their race has been has made like the last, I don't know, three months, just one of the best, the, the one of the best three months in a row I've had in a long time. It's, it's been, it's been so much fun and, uh, it's been, uh, really amazing, um, to make some new friends and, and, and have this level of support and, and love and, and care put into, again, what is an ultimately silly sport to do at a silly time of day and a silly time of the year. Uh, and, but it, but it's, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, just, and it goes just beyond, beyond that. Like, um, you know, you, you mentioned Emily, my girlfriend who, you know, drives a lot of us to races and puts in unreasonable hours to like get into and understand and help out around like the sport and everything that 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 we do like that's on one end of the spectrum but it's it's the same thing to like be cool with you traipsing into the house with you know dirt and mud and grease and two bikes and three bikes and four bikes and wheels and tubular glue and 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 like even if folks aren't coming with you to the races, like recognize their su- support and show them some thanks. Like if they, if you have got like 10, 10 races in this year and there's someone who has been like cool with you going to the races, like give them a hug, <laughs> give them a kiss, give them something. Um, because it's... I'm pretty thankful that uh, Madison, my girlfriend even just lets me, uh, with like with a smile on her face, like, hey, I'm gonna be gone for half of the day on Saturday and on Sunday, and then also sometimes I'm gone for an entire weekend for this this sport that I just do for fun. And she uh is is super supportive and very happy for me even when I don't do very well. 
and again, yeah, lets me hang dirty bikes up in our apartment that is always spotless because of her, and uh, lets me hang up my dirty uh, uh, bike clothes in the shower uh, and let them dry and and stuff. And it's I'm I'm crazy thankful to have uh, uh, someone who lets me do that and uh, not only lets me do it, but supports me and encourages me. Yeah, and beyond that, beyond like friends and you know family however you define that like having teams right having the support of teams and clubs like being part of tbd to be determined this year has been huge for me like learning from people who are faster than me people who know more than me about um everything relating to cross and and road and how to run a team how to make something like this work has been has been massive and you know it's all because you know last year putting the work in and and like getting better at the sport right you know cross cross opens up some some opportunities you know so being part of that has been huge for me but like even beyond that the the club scene with coalition has been amazing and it's such a such an interesting thing that that um that now exists in New York city for, you know, I think like 50 or something people are in the, the thing now. Is that right? there's a, yeah. There's a, there's a whole bunch of people in it. And, and, you know, I'd love to take a minute just to talk about this club that we, that we started last year, just that, just out of, just for fun. We just wanted to have a slack to, to talk about bikes. Cause the, the group text messaging wasn't, wasn't getting, uh, was getting too big. And uh, we just started this this Slack group, and it's just sort of a super unofficial club. We registered with USA Cycling as an official one, and you know we ordered some some team kits. But it's a really really open, open ended, you know, non committal group of people who some of them don't even race at all. Um, some people, some of them don't even ride bikes, you know. Uh, but they've got um, we. The idea behind it, the reason it's called coalition, is because a lot of our, a lot of us are all friends, and we've, we're on just a bunch of different teams. And so, the, just because you're on a different team doesn't mean you can't partner up or uh, share information or, um, you know, even just tease each other a little bit about race races and and motivate each other to to do better and to train harder. And so we've got a whole bunch of different people from a whole bunch of different teams in, in this club. And one of the things we're going to be making a big push for just because of the huge, huge, um, everyone seems to be really getting something out of it. And, um, because of that, we're going to really make a push to opening it up to, to a lot more riders in, in the New York city area. You know, whether you, whether you wanted to race cross or not wanted to race at all, just ride bikes, just ride around. Um, we're going to be, we're going to be opening that up and letting a lot of people, a lot more people join, um, and, and sort of get some of the benefit of this, this, it's, it's a club in the same way that like, I would say like the Rafa cycling club is, except you don't have to pay any money. You, you just sort of hang out, be cool, be a normal person. And except for your obsession with bikes and, uh, and, and there's a whole lot of people just willing to help out, whether it's with training or, you know, there's something wrong with your bike and you want to know what part to order. Um, and I think I, I don't think I would have kept riding bikes if, if it hadn't been for all of the people in this, in this club that are helping out and encouraging everyone to keep going. And I think that's probably true for a, 
a few other people who who are in are in the club. Um, so uh, just uh, I think in another episode I'll I'll share a link to where you can go to sign up for it and and get access to the Slack and get access to to this thing in New York. But uh, just I wanted to say thanks to everyone who's in that club who's made this season of Cross and the season of Road. Um, just amazing and, and really special and something like, even if I don't race cross at all next year, I mean, I am going to, but uh, I, for, for the, for the sake of good conversation, just that these, the three months of racing have been, have been really, really special and something that, uh, you know, I really hope continues next year. And, and it's, it's, it's really been incredible. I'm very thankful for everyone in there. And with that, please clear the course. You there. Get off the course. (laughs) All right. Happy Thanksgiving, Colin. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, Clay. And to everyone out there, good night.